0: All right. Hi, everybody. This is a 7 Fan Ben with Zarex, and this is Pirate CSG Podcast episode number 39. And today we're going to be going over some custom game pieces. So it's been a while since we had, or since I had another person on the podcast. Like I've said before, God Mason's getting busier this year. Same here, so we'll see how it goes. But anyway, good to have yeah. you back, Lord Sentinel. <laughs>
1: good to be back. Good to <laughs> yeah, exactly. be back. All right.
0: So... We got uh, I got Miniature Trading Up, and we're going to go over one of God Mason's actually, first, which is Le Coup de Lapine. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. This is a French 4 Master, 14 points, 2 cargo, L move. All four cannons are 3L. And then you've got the sniping ability, so this ship may double the range of its cannons each turn, but must roll a 6 to hit. So my initial thought is it's a little too expensive for just 2 cargo. Um, HMS Phoenix has... I don't know, what, four cargo, I think. She's only 10 points, with almost everything else is the same. So I think this one could be maybe 11 points. I mean, if it was with kids, maybe even cheaper. Sniping ability isn't too good, and with only two cargo for 14 points, this ship is a bit overpriced as a gunship. I might still use it in a large game, but overall, the French and other factions have much better options at four masts, including some sniping ships, such as El Neptuno and others. So this one I would pass on. And I could see the cost going down. But if El
1: yeah. you know was Spanish.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, like, other factions and other snipe ships, basically. So, yeah. So this one, I would say, is a sniping ship. This is one of the not-as-good ones. So I would say the cost should come down for this one.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, you said it's 14?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I could probably... With sniping and all 3Ls and only 2 cargo... Uh, you could probably bring that down to like ten, eleven, maybe.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yep. Especially since she's not very fast. Yeah. All mm-hmm. All right.
0: Uh, so we'll go to the next one, VixenishCoder66. Who, thank you for joining in the Pirates of Ben forum. Saw him; he signed up recently. Uh, we're gonna go over like members. Yeah, yay! Um, and Wolf has posted uh, a few times, which we hopefully will talk about on the next podcast, which is fun. He's been posting a bit, which yeah. is nice. Um, so fixins lighthouses, um, basically, it's similar to building forts, um, but they're pretty fragile, and they emit light from the base of the lighthouse, LL, from the lighthouse tower, and then friendly ships, uh, they, basically the LL range in a circle around the lighthouse follows the same rules for trade currents, so I'm not gonna read the whole keyword every time, like I said already, but anyway, so we've got a French lighthouse, uh, can't pronounce it, but Lloyd de la Grande Terreur, and this is a French uh, lighthouse a gold cost of four, which I think is the highest we've seen yet, and one mass one cargo, just like the other lighthouses. Along with the lighthouse keyword, it says once per turn you may eliminate one of this lighthouse's crew to give one ship within range an extra action. That ship cannot exceed the two action limit, of course, and that is really powerful because you could store
1: or Yeah, in yeah. The I see why it's lighthouse. four gold.
0: Yeah, you could store oars in the lighthouse, to eliminate them, and with the lighthouse has LL range. So any ship within an LL range of, Ooh. you know, the lighthouse or the island, basically, give it extra actions, that's, that's really good. Especially if you could, we talked about this last time, I think, if you could try to build a fort on the same island to protect the lighthouse even further, um, or have a ship docked there to block enemy cannon fire from reaching the lighthouse, that could be really a great lighthouse. So this one, I think it's good, the cost yeah. is higher, so this would be a priority. if I found, If an opponent built this, this would be a priority for me to eliminate. I would want to take this out quickly.
1: Yeah, given that ability, you have to figure out where you want to build this thing strategically. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you build it near your home island where you're not expecting a whole lot of combat, and you just, like, you know, sack oarsmen to make runners go fast, yeah. that's one thing. If you build it near the front of a combat zone, like in a campaign, um, like going back to CG1, uh, if if the French had built this on one of those two Paradis Islands, yeah. and they had a stockpile of oarsmen or other expendable crew there... Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. Yeah. To give ships extra action. Yeah, that
0: would have been impressive. Yeah, this is a fun one. Um, Could be overpowered, I guess, in the long run. But like with the other lighthouses, we'd have to, or somebody would have to test it out to see. And that's something we can uh, look forward to in the hourly campaign, Savage Seas, CG4, all sorts of games. Hopefully, to look forward to. So. um, Yeah, yeah. I'll
1: might show up in Savage Seas. Yeah. Something. Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely <laughs> an interesting uh, lighthouse there, a uh, powerful one too. Yeah. All right, so now we'll go to your brother. Um, we've got GDW Darkhurst here, who's uh, not a mature training because uh, I got swept up in that problem, unfortunately. But he's at Pirates of Ben, so he's still active. The Twelve Apostles yeah. is, an and I've uh, got the
1: uh, I've got the keyword uh, here on on the Google Doc. Okay. Yeah. So... I think I,
0: yeah. I think I see it here too. So. Um, the, uh, 12 apostles is an English foremaster, 14 points. The cannons are 2s, 3s, 3s, 4s, 5 cargo, L move, the armed merchant keyword, and this ship gets plus one to her cannon rolls, with the captain crew, so a solid ship, armed merchant says once per turn is a free action, one of the ship's cannons may shoot at one enemy target in range, this shot cannot have its range or rank increased, captain crew is not needed for this action. So, kind of like a free shot. Um, kind of makes it kind of a hybrid by default in a way. So combine
1: combine that with that. That was the purpose of making the armed merchant keyword. Yeah. That was our main uh, point when we made the armed merchant keyword, to make more hybrids. Yeah. And a lot of the armed merchant ships wound up going to the English or the French or the Spanish or the Americans.
0: I think that makes sense, especially given the East and West India companies and whatnot.
1: Um, This one,
0: I think between the keyword and then the plus one of the captain, this one is quite excellent and ready to roll as a gunship or a hybrid. I, I like this one. I think oh, yeah. it's a good, very good capable ship. So you've got cannons no worse than rank three and most of them better than that with a captain, which I would definitely want to have. So I would do Captain Helmsman, maybe one of those combo crew to do that, but or I don't know, I think this one would maybe be maybe some fun stuff. Yeah exactly. This one would be great as just a pure gunship too. Fire pot specialist at the bow one S cannon essentially that would be nice. Yeah, it's a good yeah.
1: One. so compare this to uh, what was it, the coup de lapine? Yeah, the other fourteen point four master. Yeah, it's way better. For The same cost. Oh. This one's better than the French one. Oh, way better.
0: Yeah, three more cargo, <laughs> better cannons overall. Yeah, yeah, the lapine could be yeah. eleven points, or I guess you could you could argue for less. You could make a weird case for like nine, but that would probably be a little too cheap. But yeah,
1: you know. yeah, most likely. Yeah,
0: yeah, Twelve Apostles is a good one, definitely. I like it, I like the ship. Okay. Already,
1: Uzzah. he yeah. did it good. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yep. All right, let me figure out, all right, so I'm just going to move the, just going to move this to the top, because now we're moving into a different set. So, go to a spreadsheet, and we've got Alcaldor's Rise of the Moon Sorcerer. If you have it up, you could read Albatross if you want.
1: Yeah, sure. All right, I'll read Albatross. Uh, let's see. For 14 points, we get a 3 mast jib with four cargo, cannons of 2L, 2S, 4L, a base move of S plus L, multiple links to uh, Ikea Thompson, Finna Suthers, and Wies Ingelbard. All right, and the ability of the ship. Once per turn, one ship recruit with an S of this ship can't use its ability that turn. The flavor text reads, VZ's small ship is, fat, is small and fast, capable of surprising larger opponents. This bringer of bad luck currently wanders the Spanish main in search of an ancient treasure. So, built-in cancelling to a pirate ship that's pretty quick and with a lot of cargo.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Cannons are more or less alright. Yeah. This is a nice one. Yeah, it's... Another 14-pointer. Pretty,
0: pretty darn good, yeah. I'm thinking about comparisons, like, the Ghost Walker is probably worse, so I wouldn't mind seeing this at, like, 16, I don't know.
1: Mm, yeah, 16, 15, maybe. Yeah. I'm not, who are the crew
0: Yeah, that <laughs> link to this? Yeah, might as well look at those, that one might finish up the sex, and we've got three more to go over, so,
1: alright. Alright, let's just go to order of uh, introduction, so, Akia Thompson, I think that's a she.
0: Yeah, looks like it.
1: Alright, so down here for five points, you get Helmsman and Secret Hold. In addition to this ship, gets one to her cannons against the Cursed, which links to the Albatross, Finnecellars, and V's Inglabard. Flavor text reads, Akia Thompson joined V's crew shortly after he obtained the Albatross. She loves treasure but hates encounters with the Cursed, which either spook her or cause her to fly into a blind rage. While she would prefer to chase galleons, V's headhunt intrigues her. So, five points for Helmsman and Secret Hold with a, a faction-specific cannon bonus. Uh... Okay,
0: well, Yeah, I know that
1: she's one. pirate, but I'm not sure if five points is still worth all that, even though that uh, a plus one to uh, get a specific faction cannon bonus is eh... Yeah, there's a discount happening here somewhere because Helmsman is two and Secret Hold is like Usually two, two, maybe three.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's worth two, I guess, but you could make a case for three. I think two works, um, and yeah, the curse aren't too competitive. I'm okay at five. Any less would be bad, but it's all right. Um, yeah, she's our she's solid crew. So I mean. Looks like they all they all link to each other, not just the Albatross. So you could go pretty crazy with links, even if they're not on the Albatross. Um, she would work decently on the Albatross. Um, and, as it's, and as it's
1: costed right now, it looks like they could all fit on the oh, Albatross. I
0: didn't even think of that, but yeah, you're right. 13 total. Yeah, and one of them is yeah. a captain, so that works. That's a good
1: idea. So you've got a... Wow, looking at all that, you'd get a captain, a helmsman, a secret hole... It'd be hard and it to looks hybrid. like a re-roll. Yeah, second chance is re-roll. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It would be a solid. Oh, that makes combo. Really cool. Okay, with the Albatross with her linked crew goes from pretty good to probably very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you might end up wasting one or more of the abilities if you used all of them, because you might not need yeah, the crew of any nationality. Yeah, and then eventually the links kind of become redundant, or run out, or, like, you can't, you can't get all of them, like, to not, you know, to add plus one, I don't think, it's weird how it works, but, for like, secret hold you might waste, because eventually you'll run low on cargo, but I guess she could work decently on the Albatross, you'd probably want to, you'd want a captain on that ship, so I think a good combo would be vise I guess, my, I'll just read it before I confuse people, um, so Vis yes. single bard is five points, he's got captain and crew of any nationality, Uh, can use their abilities aboard this ship, so he also links to Albatross, Aka, and Fina, who we're going over now, this kind of like a quadruple combo. One crew, or one ship, three crew, still pirate, of course. Uh, Once a cabin boy on an English privateer, B. Singlebard eventually came to captain his own vessel alongside his blue robes. The lucrative attacks on Spanish treasure fleets have kept him in the Spanish main, where he met an Aztec girl warning of coming destruction. Ever one for adventure... Beast rounded up his crew and sailed in search of the head of Quel'Thakki to keep it from Spanish and cursed hands. So, getting back to my point, um, and there's there's certainly a great story here. We just have limited time and um, can't go over all yeah. the text on one episode. I'm um, yeah. really am glad he made this set though. It all came from the Moon Sorcerers. I'm you know flattered that he made a set based on starting from my cousins. So, but anyway, the so Beast and Aeka <laughs> combined on the Albatross. Would work pretty well because then you'd have Captain Helmsman, Secret Hold, and some other stuff. And I guess if you linked it correctly, I guess you'd still have 4 cargo, so you could have a nice hybrid, a very good hybrid. So for twenty-four oh, yeah. points. So yeah, it's a good combo. And then
1: yeah, finishing and up, with the canceling on the albatross.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then finishing up, Fina Sellers is a three-point crew linked to Aka Beast, and the albatross. She has Hostile Cursed and Second Chance, which is the reroll ability, so you can reroll 1d6 for the ship once per turn. And flavor text is The Catholic daughter of an English sailor and an Aztec woman, Fiona Sellers, uncovered an Aztec cursed plan to get revenge on the Spanish with the legendary head of Quetzalcoatl. Rebuffed by the Spanish, Fina nearly despaired before encountering Visa's blue robes, who decided to help her find and destroy the evil relic. Starting to get the feeling that the pirates are almost like a Fast and Furious style, like, protagonist in this story, yep, yep. if you will, so. Okay, not good. Yeah. Um, I guess her re-roll ability doesn't really pair perfectly with any of the other linked stuff here, but it's still, you know, a solid option, so. Hmm. Yeah,
1: and you could, uh, use re-roll anywhere for pirates. Yeah, exactly. For pretty much anything. Yeah, pretty much. So, nice to see a re-roller.
0: Yeah, exactly. Alright, I guess we'll maybe we'll move on to the next uh, set, I think. that was a full four with all the links and, and whatnot. Um, that's
1: it for uh, Moon Sorcerer for now. Yeah. I really man. like the story that's going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you did flavor text for all of it. It's cool. Yeah. Um all right.
1: I've tried to use similar things through mine, but not as successfully because I haven't like, you know, gotten all the flavor text finished all at once for everything. Yeah. Pretty much uh, same I here. Think the Pirates do here though in fiends,
0: yeah, I think my set has like i don't know probably at least seventy five percent flavor text done a lot of them are more some of the more recent stuff doesn't have it, but um mine mine is like so huge though that there's like a lot of stuff that doesn't relate to each other, but then a lot of stuff that does, and it's just this like massive grand epic massive weirdness, but yeah,
1: anyway. I actually went in the uh... I added to Spheroes Magna over the weekend. I added, like, some forts because I realized the Ionics didn't have any forts. I'm like, um, okay, got to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave him, like, an additional five forts to make them competitive with, like, you know, everyone, including, like, you know, the various custom stuff that all the all the factions have. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I'll post them onto Pirates of Ben, the forts, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I might just have to make you wait until I release the spreadsheet.
0: yeah. <laughs> Alright, so now we'll return to uh, Pirates of the Epic Seas, which is my personal custom set. Um, It it passed uh, 800 total game pieces recently, so this is my fantasy custom set, and I'm in the curse right now, Um, and like the the note under the number column says, um, if there's not a number, it just hasn't been posted on on a forum, basically, and although I'm revealing it here, I think I'll just reveal it separately on the forum as well before I add the number, but anyway, so we're still in the curse, (laughs) probably... Not gonna finish the curse like ever. There's so many, but um, the altar of the convent <laughs> is a cursed foremaster, and uh, please beware. Try not to get offended by any. I don't know what the flavor text would be like. It's probably gonna be weird, so just hold your horses, right? So it's an uncommon cursed foremaster. Altar of the convent is a 19 point ship. It's got five cargo L base move. All four cannons are four Ls. Uh, there's a link to the voodoo priestess who we'll see soon and possibly others in the future, but whatever. And then it's got multiple abilities. The stack ability, so once per turn you can sacrifice, um, eliminate one of the ship's crew to give her an extra action. The classic ability, um, the possession ability, uh, which basically I've got the keywords listed on the third sheet in the middle there. So the possession ability, um, basically like Papa Doc, if if you're with an estimated ship, you can try to target a crew to possess them roll a six, the target is immediately assigned to the ship. It's nationality it changes to nationality of the ship. So kind of like a D6-based captain Nemo type thing where you don't have to board. Um, and then the mass ability, which basically, if you win a boarding party, you can eliminate all of the other ship's crew. So it's got all sorts of crew-based abilities. And we'll see the flavor text for why. So starting started in mainland Europe by a Group of disenfranchised nuns under the power of a mysterious voodoo priestess. The altar of the convent has blossomed into a small cult of horrific worshippers. After taking the souls of those who surrender to the nightmarish vessel, they are sacrificed for Catholicism. Evil deeds of the crew have drawn interest from a few cursed officers, not- notably the Archangel fiend, who's one of my like rare crew, one of the more powerful ones. So, I realize it's not a great ship, but it's just a really wacky idea. I had... This was, like, fun. Yeah, exactly. It's more fun than it is practical.
1: (laughs) Well, in theory, you could try to make it practical. Built-in sack is interesting, Mm -hmm. and you've got five cargo. So, in theory, you could just throw on a captain, a helmsman, and then fill everything else out with either explorers or oarsmen to just, you know, sack away to get your extra actions. Yeah. And then when when you've uh, run out of the expendables, you could, I guess, try to use possession to get more sack food. Yeah, exactly. But that's highly unlikely. Yeah. Well, the other yeah, thing you could do um, with 19 points, you could probably try to invest in some kind of captain with plus one to boarding rolls, or S-board captain to take advantage of the, the ship's relative size and the uh, massacre ability there Yeah. to eliminate yeah, exactly. enemy crews. Yep. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a fun one, kind of a wacky one. With all those abilities, I think... Uh... Definitely,
1: like, not a mainline gunship, but yeah. definitely, like, something that if you put some investment into it, mm-hmm. with some crew and whatnot, you could probably make this into a very effective ship. Yeah. But yeah. you'd have to invest into it, and that would put the total cost 30 plus. Probably somewhere around 40 points.
0: Yeah, 30 plus at least. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a gimmicky, kind of a freaky ship. Kind of scary, but not maybe that great. So, yeah, and with all the abilities, I think kids would have priced this even more because they overpriced possession and massacre. They, they priced those at, like, 8 and 7, respectively. So if they if they did this yeah. ship, it'd be, like, 30 or something. It'd be totally useless.
1: Or <laughs> well, they'd have left Sack off of
0: it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they underpriced that one, so they totally messed it up. It's crazy. The craziest thing... That, that makes me think about... Get a little off-topic, but... If Sack and Possession reversed costs, <laughs> that would actually be better. If Sack was 8 and Possession was 2... That actually makes more sense. <laughs> like, that's how bad they messed it up. <laughs> like, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, all right, so we'll go to the Voodoo Priestess. Um, I don't know if you've found her yet. I just used the search function. It's under column 147, if you want to read it. you can. going to get way down
1: there. Hang on. 147? Yep. Yeah, 147. There she is. Well, that's weird. All right, Voodoo Priestess. And there's artwork, but I'm not going to look at it. Okay. Uh, seven might, points might have to, I might have to,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you should check out. Uh, see if I can figure out how to do that. Oh yeah. Just go in the note and then yeah. highlight the whole thing. Copy. <laughs> yeah. You copy, paste it. And then in a new tab, you can see the, the piece that you were Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. all right. Okay. So you found a picture of, him. Um, uh, okay. That's cool.
0: Yeah. I saw this picture. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's nifty. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of like, you know, I've got pierced ears, but and I'm not a fan of the gauges or anything. Yeah. It's, it's like, way over the top, but <laughs> I don't want
0: to like, yeah. like it, make fun of it. It's, it's, just, fun. it's, it's just so yeah. shocking. It's like, oh my, you just see it. You just can't help but laugh. It's just like, I can't, just can't even take it. It's like, what?
1: Like, I don't laugh so much, but I re- I recognize at this that that has some kind of significance for their culture and people. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Although yeah, I already known about it. Thing? Yeah, it already, but, I'd already. you heard know about the, the horns that appear to be earrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I heard about it. So much. I,
0: after I knew about it, um, I was able to once I came up with the idea. I, don't, I can't remember if I looked up the artwork after making the crew or the the idea and inspired the crew. But anyway. So, and you'll see why I picked this artwork from the
1: abilities and flavor. (laughs) (laughs) So for seven points, you get another uh, source of the sack ability and uh, the custom keyword horror, which, what does this do? Uh, Yeah, it looks like the sixth one down. Eight. Oh, there it is. Uh, for each enemy ship with an S of this ship at the beginning of this ship's turn, lots of ships, roll a d6. As a result of three six, one of the enemy ships crew cannot use their abilities on their turn. So it's like a superior version of fear, yeah, like basically. what fear probably should have done.
0: Yeah, exactly. All
1: right. Uh, roughly four points. All right, uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, another instance of a link, uh, not exactly making sense yeah as a yeah, I mean, convent has sack built in yeah. it's like um, the Santa Columba and Don whatever his name is, yeah, yeah Mike read- reads, serving as the primary uh curse connection to the Loa, this creature is not understood by a single sailor voo yeah, her voodoo practices are more than bizarre. it remains to be seen if she can grow a cult out of her wicked ways, probably yeah, she could,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's cool.
1: I might. I don't know if I'm going to redo
0: any of the abilities or not. I might switch stack out for something else. But, and, yeah, I wanted to – I love the, the whole Loa idea. I might extrapolate on that further. So, yeah, I wanted to make a connection yeah. to that. So go
1: for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Who was it who, like, you know, in the Kids release stuff? It was Papa Doc who was, like, trying to do stuff with the Loa for the curse, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yep.
1: Yep. And then Um, I think uh, both versions of George Washington LeBeau mentioned the Loa in their flavor text. Yeah. And then they had an altar for it in Savage Suit in, yeah, SS. Yeah. Huh. I'm talking about the UT. Yeah. So the Loa was like, you know, some kind of thing that I think WizKids maybe should have gotten more and explored more. Yeah. As opposed to just like, you know, going full bore with Davy Jones.
0: Yeah. See what else you can do. Yeah, I already talked about it on previous podcasts, I think. But yeah, it's one of the most interesting flavor texts, like uh, angles that I've seen in the game. So, yeah. Um, let's yeah. do one more from the set. doesn't have a link, so. Looks like Fiend's Temperament. That was already released on the forum. And I, we may have even talked about it on here, but I'm going to go down to Pandemic, which is a cursed uncommon four master. It's 15 points for four mass, three cargo, S plus S base move. All four cannons are 3L, and it has the sniping ability, um, which we saw earlier, so you can double the range of the cans, but have to roll a six to hit. And then crew killing is just the um, somewhat typical shorthand for the elimination ability. Once per turn, when the ship hits an enemy ship, also eliminate one crew from that ship. So just a you know one of the basic, uh, cheap but good combat abilities. And the flavor says this ship shoots a strain of the bubonic plague held in stink pots, not wanting to infect their own. Extra gunpowder is used to propel the shots an extra distance, bringing disease upon enemies from afar. So, and this one is kind of conveniently similar to the coup or whatever that we saw from God Mason. So this one is much better though, and I think I
1: think the cost is probably fair, more. But, yeah, yeah, that extra little um, uh, crew killing in addition to the I think faster speed and um, better cargo. Yeah, this deserves yeah fifteen point cost. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid gunship. It's quite a little. Yeah, yeah. This is quite a nice little uh, gunship. Well, it's not little, but yeah, no. Uh, it's a, a as gunship. compared to some of the other stuff the cursed have gotten, this is a pretty good gunship. Yeah, yeah, it's a
0: solid one. I think I would yeah. maybe even try to do equipment and do fire shot or grape shot with the sniping. Oh uh, yeah, That'd be solid.
1: Right. Another thing, I might just like, you know, uh, I've discovered that double shot is really nice. So okay. i have just, you know, Captain Helmsman, Orsman, double shot. They're done with it.
0: Yeah. I have, I don't have good luck with that sort of thing. So I'd probably roll a
1: one on the first try of <laughs> double shot. So, yeah. I, I like, avoid fire shot for that exact reason. Yeah. Because I like, I've like, had, you know, like the ones on the fire shot backfire. It's like, well, yeah, dang it. I have to. Double two, shot, you roll a one, it doesn't backfire nearly as badly. Yeah, true. I mean, you lose a mast, I think, but you're not set on fire. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Um, it's like it's time for yours then. In
1: that case, it's the already moving on to fiends mm-hmm. and the pirates. Earlier mm-hmm. on, I was talking about flavor text. Um, the pirates look like they've got all of theirs in fiends because I'm I'm pretty sure that. There are a few uh, factions and fiends that didn't get older flavor text. Looks like yeah. the pirates did. Huzzah! Nice. So the leadoff piece for the pirates here is the huntsman. Fourteen points, three masts, three S yes, cannons across the board, two cargo, base move of L, a link to Captain Crow, and she is a scorpion, with plus one to cannon and boarding rolls against sea monsters. And the flavor text reads. When England's only scorpion, the HMS Iron Predator, was reported sunk, taking one of England's top-ranked admirals with it, all eyes turned to the pirates. Namely, a Captain Crow and his scorpion, the Huntsman. Little did they know that their beloved admiral and his ship were one and the same with those blamed for his death. So, Huntsman is a former English ship, now turned pirate. I'm not sure how I feel about her, really. Uh, I feel the cargo is uh, a little low, and I'm not fond of of the 3s cannons. Other yeah. than that, uh, I kind of like her. Yeah, it's a little
0: yeah L movement with all 3s cannons. is like a boring formula for me, but it's not like no ship <laughs> should have that. You know, yeah, it's just the typical. That's the stuff I don't like as much. But but yeah, I think the I think you could afford three cargo without increasing the cost, and uh, I'm glad it's not. That totally uh, kid's ability, the last one, it's canon and boarding, not just boarding. So I do like that aspect of it as well. I'm glad. I'm happy about that. So
1: it's cool. Overall, it's decent. Well, the oh, overall God. idea, I think, when uh, JW and I designed this was that uh, Captain Crow spends his time hunting sea monsters or yeah. stuff like that.
0: Nice. Yeah, it looks like it. I will guess I'll read him. This is a good segue. Captain oh, yeah. We'll go uh, to him. Yeah, seven-point crew Captain Crow, linked to the Huntsman, of course. Hostile Cursed, Captain ability, and the ship may shoot at submerged targets, targets with an aciper. Flavor says, after finding his daughter's ship, the Crescent Rose, which I did a review of, half-wrecked and crewless, and his niece's ship, the Ember Silica, sunk at the hands of the Cursed, Crow gave himself a new mission, to rid the seas of all vessels that fly the Red Skull of Davy Jones. Nice. Alright. I think I like this one. It's good. I like how you have this uh, shoot it submerged at four instead of five. That's good, um, regardless of the hostility. Um, I like this. It fits. It fits really well with the ship too. So, yeah, it's a cool combo. Yeah. I think it's a good one. The flavor makes it really good, so, or like it makes a lot of sense, which is good. So. Yeah, and then
1: you, uh, later on, I think whenever you get to the convention packs, you see the English version of him. Yep. And uh, before he became pirate. That was a big deal uh, for JW when we designed this. Yeah. Uh, The convention packs, he wanted to include, like, you know, the before and then the after. Yeah. So the pirate version is, like, you know, the after, and then the convention packs, which are way, way, way down the line. Yeah. You get to see the before.
0: Yeah, it's like a flashback. Yeah. I've thought about that with Epic Seas, because, like, I'm starting to, as I've filled out flavor text, it makes me wonder if uh, there could be multiple versions of people, but... I don't want to make another set. <laughs> that, that'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cool. Right, continuing on, we have the Devil Horn. For 12 points, you get a three master with cannons of 3S, 4L, 3S, 4 cargo, base move of L. And she is a schooner. And once per turn, when she hits an enemy ship, you eliminate one crew from that ship. All right. Flavor so text reads. The crew of the Devil Horn claim that the figurehead of their beloved ship is carved from one of Satan's own horns. As expected, these stories have yet to be proven. <laughs> kind of <Or>, generic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just uh, kind of I don't know. Yeah, I was kind when, when we were designing. uh, Huh. Kind of hard to know like what role to give her because the cargo allows her yeah. to pick up a few coins with a Captain Helson, and the four-out cannon makes her a little less suitable as a gunship. So. I'd probably use her as, like, a subpar hybrid. Um, I think she could be 11, maybe 10, actually.
1: All right. 11, maybe 10?
0: Yeah. yeah I think that would work. Let's go with
1: the extreme. Let's make her 10. Cool.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll change it right now in case anybody skips around the episode. All right, so... Wait, more of my keyboard is not working.
1: Oh, God. All these technical... Wait, zero things. now doesn't want to work. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like starting to realize I've got to like get a job or something to get some money to get a new laptop. Yeah. Because uh, as we were talking earlier, my R doesn't work. And yeah. the one, two, three on the number strip along the top, those don't work now. So I can't use exclamation points and other things. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Now it seems the zero on the number pad to my right doesn't work either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My computer has going hey. strong. And then like right after the new year, the fan started going crazy and it still is right this second. So I don't know. Uh, doesn't sound like you race cars, but stuff on it, then. yeah, there's always technical issues, but oh, well, at least we're going here. Uh, The next one is we're Agni-, we're alive. <laughs> Agni Kai, which is uh 12.3 master. So pirate, of course, cannons are 2L, 3S, 2L, free cargo, S plus S move, schooner keyword, and um, it's basically got the fire shot equipment built in, which is cool. Um, yeah, it's uh, no exploding shot, sorry. So, interesting. So it says fire shot, but... Oh, so the backfires. Oh, never mind. I see. If the cannon roll is a one, replace one of the ship's masts with a fire mask and eliminate a crew from the ship. So it's a serious backfire.
1: Yeah. Yep, major backfire if you rolled a one. Ah.
0: Man, I could see that being a little cheaper. Oh, that's rough. Alright, so the flavor text is, Captain by an actual pyromaniac... The Agni Kai is always armed with explosive and incendiary projectiles to shoot from their cannons and cause maximum damage at all times.
1: I could see this at 10. So you're thinking because of the negative, you could probably drop this, you think? I think so. Yeah, I'm thinking... I'm Another 10-pointer?
0: Yeah, you don't have to shoot the fire shot, so you could avoid it completely. But in that case, it's almost like it becomes more generic and then it reminds me of, like, inferior version of HMS Victor or something like that. So, um, I, yeah, 9 or 10 is fine with me.
1: All right. Let's go extreme make it 9. All right. Hey, do I have NumLock on? There, uh, NumLock was on. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, I've done that, yeah. Oh, sorry, the 0 wasn't working. Let's go All yeah, right. NumLock, idiot. It's all right. All right. Moving on to the next one here, we have the Broken Oath for eleven points. You have three masts, four S, two L, and five S with four cargo S plus S movement. She is a junk, and she is a ghost ship. Flavor text reads: Some say that the souls of traitors are trapped forever on this ship. Captain Belgrad does little to discourage these rumors. Kind cargo. of a hybrid-y thing. Yeah, it's a little funky, but... Or well, uh, like an expensive gold runner.
0: That's what I would do, yeah. Yeah, the 2L's not quite enough for me to want to put a captain on with the cargo. <laughs> Maybe if I had 5 cargo, I'd want to do a captain, but... Yeah, kind of expensive gold runner.
1: Yeah. It's kind of... Kind of like uh, the French Le Luc Garot, or is this much better just because it's pirate?
0: <laughs> I think it's better because it's cheaper and with more cargo, but... I don't know. It's a little funky, but it's cool. It's not really like anything I've seen, so that's good, I think. So many right. have we so ever seen
1: outside the GUI, have you ever seen a ghost ship that was also with junk? Um uh,
0: delusion, I guess, but not many. I don't think. Hmm. I don't know.
1: Alright, cool.
0: Alright, so the next one is the Branwen, and this one is another three master, fifteen points. Cannons are two L three S two L. Free cargo, L plus S move, link to the Red Raven, and if this ship t- ends her turn in a fogbang, on her next turn she may use her move action to move any out of any other fogbang in play. So the fog Hopping ability, which we love. Commanded by the Red Raven and crewed by a fearsome clan of bandits, the Branwin has a way of appearing from out of nowhere, spreading fear and terror across the seas. Nice. Yeah, Fog Hoppers are super fun. Uh, this one looks excellent. Really good gunship, surprise attacks. Um, the curse would love to capture this one and add it to their fog hopping squad. <laughs> um, yeah, between the, uh, uh, yeah, uh, the they speed, they would, uh, yeah, between the speed, cannons, ability and costs. I think it's great. I think the cost is probably right. And I like
1: it a lot. So yeah, nice. All right. All right. Covering her linked crew, uh, the red Raven for six points with a link to the Bronwen. You get this ship. My dock at an enemy home Island and load one treasure. If able, she must leave on her next turn. This ship gets plus one to her boarding rolls against any non-pirate ship. Flavor reads, Sister of the feared Captain Crow, Raven is wanted at almost every known support city in the Spanish Main, along the Barbary Coast, and even in the South China Seas. Her unnatural ability to appear and disappear at will is probably the only thing keeping her and her crew alive. So it seems piracy isn't a family business. Yeah. Well, wow. At least for these uh, souls. Yeah. So this, on her linked ship, got a fog-hopping Home Island Raider. Yeah. That sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel like she could be cheaper. Um, Home Island Raiding, well, I don't know. I mean, four is okay. I think three is reasonable for that, because it's such a tough thing to pull off, and it's risky. And the plus one in boarding rolls, is two, is fine. So you're thinking
1: six could come down to, like, Four or five?
0: I think five would be fine, yeah. Four would be a little That's... too cheap, I guess.
1: Yeah. All right,
0: then. Five good... points it is. Yeah, it's a good crew, though.
1: Amendments made.
0: Um. All right. Okay. So the Rumjack is the next one. Another Pirate 3 Master. Interesting that there's not, like, four or five Masters for this faction here.
1: Um, yeah, we uh, didn't go overboard with the Pirates because the Pirates were already had so much. We didn't want to... Yeah. Give them another, like, you know, ooh, look, here's, like, a pirate super nuke weapon or super piece or something like that.
0: Nice. Although, you know,
1: when we get to the bottom here, the last crew, I don't know, he might be that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him before. Um, The Rumjack is a three master, 12 points, and cannons are 3S, 2S, 3S, 3 cargo, S move, and the ship gets plus L to her base move if she has all of her masts. Flavor is, in a strange phenomenon, the sailors of the Rumjack seem to be more effective when drunk. Alright, um, so this one reminds me of the Galapagos, the Galapagos has S-move and the same ability, um, and yeah, this one, it's a max speed of SLS, but as soon as you get run into problems, the speed is going to go way down quickly, uh, so I could see, eh, I don't know, I guess 11 points would work, but it's, a, it's I don't really dislike these kinds of ships, they're just kind of fragile in a way, so I think it's kind of cool though.
1: All right, 11 points it is. All right, moving on now, we have the Crescent Rose. For 11 points, you get two masts of 4S, 4S, three cargo, S plus S base move. And this ship gets plus one to her cannons for every friendly ship with an S of her. Flavor text reads... Once captained by Crow's own daughter, Crescent Rose is found half-sunk and cruise with the red skull of Davy Jones painted on the mainsail. Now mostly rehabilitated, it is a constant reminder of what the curse they've stolen from Captain Crow. Huh. So you've got the yeah, ability of the El Grande, yeah, but for at least half the cost on a ship that's a fraction of the size. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> just a tough ability to use too effectively. Like, ideally, you'd,
1: yeah, it could
0: be an okay support gunship in, like, a crowded battlefield, but I think uh, that that ability doesn't strike me as very good on small ships at all, though. Um, I think it could come down to, like, eight or something. I don't think it's a very effective ship, honestly.
1: Hmm. Alrighty, then. Going down to eight. Oh, there we go. I mean... So, I believe, then, that we have only one... Yeah, I piece Left. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hang on. Just sorry. Just to give like, uh, um, whatever it's called, precedence. Like, God Mason would of course bring up the executioner to compare to the Crescent Rose, and yes, that one would have twelve cannons. No need to buff them, and four cargo. So yeah, the Crescent Rose definitely should be single digit cost. So she's not anything special, I
1: don't think, or at least not like gameplay wise. So yeah, this version is. Not particularly good. Yeah. The flashback it, version and the convention back, eh, maybe, but not mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. I guess I meant the the so Crescent then,
0: Moon. I got mixed up. The Crescent Moon is the one I reviewed or whatever. So, Luna Cresciente,
1: that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, there it is. All right, so I believe you've got uh The Last Pirate for oh, the yeah. Blood Islands. Yep. At least one, in this section. Oh,
0: yeah. One-handed John. Is a 12-point pirate crew linked to the Carnage, which I believe we've seen before, of course.
1: Uh In return to... of Baby Jones.
0: Exactly. So the abilities are Limit, Black Mark, and once per turn, before you give the ship an action, roll a d6. On a 6, as a free action, move the ship within S plus Fs of any other ship. So massive teleportation. Um, and then flavor text, after helping Jones return to power, John demanded recompense. Jones grudgingly is granted John, already more demon than man, the power of the waves. Now John slaughters all who cross his path in his hunt for wealth and riches. Nice. Huh, that's tough to judge, because I've never uh, used that, of course. Um, it strikes me as potentially problematic, because teleporting, we know from um, other stuff, it can get really rough, and, you know, yeah. kind of OP, but... I mean the cost is massive, and he doesn't really have anything else going on. I mean Black Mark matters, but yeah. it's it's not really a high price ability or anything. So I think I guess the cost is so high that I guess it would be fine for playtesting. I'm just there. I guess it it might be one of those abilities where um, there's no real cost that like is fair, but I don't know though. I'd have, I'd have to play it though to really say that. So I yeah. think it's yeah, I think it's good to try it out at least. So.
1: My thought process when I was uh, making him was I was trying to put Hidden Cove on a crew and figure out a way to make that work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's rough. Yeah. I didn't want it to be like, you know, too close to enemy ships so we could immediately start shooting but yeah. S plus S as, as opposed to within S of any other ship.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you, so you have to roll a six, but then, yeah, pretty much any ship is going to be able to shoot, though, pretty much right away. Because um, you can just move and shoot the captain, so that's tough. I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. It's just yeah. it, it might run into the problem where like that one six could determine the game, which is not something that's fun for anybody. So yeah. I don't know.
1: That's the reason I gave him limit too. Yeah, I didn't want be able to, you, you to be able to use uh, him with anyone like David Jones uh, who had it. it, like you know the uh, Emperor Blackheart or Jones, yeah, or uh, the um, uh, the zero plus fivers.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's good at least. All right. Yeah, I guess playtesting required for him,
1: especially. Yeah. All right, cool. Maybe the hourly campaign will see him.
0: Yeah, maybe. All right. Who knows? So, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up. So, thanks for uh, listening to this episode. So, it's number uh, 39 in the uh, Pirates USD podcast. I don't know about a challenge. I don't know if I did that last episode, um, a solo episode. Basically, the concept is. I issue, like, a challenge at the end of each episode in addition to the question of the day. Last time, um, I talked about, like, playing 20-point games, so my challenge was to anybody listening to play their next game of Pirates not at the 40-point build total, like, just use, like, 20 points or 60 or whatever. So I guess, you, I guess the challenge would be to come up with a custom of your own, especially if you've never made one before. So... And if you have a challenge to issue as well, that's fine with me.
1: Me? Uh, No, not really. That sounds fun. Sounds good. Let's get some more custom creators out there.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then lastly, question of the day before I forget. Uh, Do you have a favorite custom game piece from this episode specifically? Uh, Feel free to let us know in the comments below. Uh, And do you enjoy the custom review episodes more or less than the other episodes? So hopefully people will answer. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you again for more Pirates content.